Hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and let's do part three of gastric tumors. We covered a number of different tumors. We spoke about tumors like uh, adenocarcinoma and lymphoma. We spoke about exophytic tumors, the classic thing being just tumors. We spoke about looking at tumors that are vascular, like carcinoids. And here's an example of multiple gastrocarcinoid tumors, beautifully shown. It also shows the importance of distension to show the polypoid lesions and the areas of enhancement. You also see some enhancing nodes. And when you do the cinematic rendering, look how nicely you see the large polypoid lesions in the stomach, and you see it well here on the sagittal view. You also see the thickened gastric folds. So a combination of thickened gastric folds and multiple gastric carcinoid tumors, very nicely shown in this example. Now, one thing we are seeing more of lately, but people often don't think about emets to the stomach. Now, Mets to the stomach, the reason we're seeing more is that as people live longer with certain diseases, you, you're going to see new patterns of metastasis. Now, when you say Mets to the stomach, typically you're thinking about breast cancer and linitis plastica, and that is still the case. But we see other things like melanoma. We see that's not uncommon. Melanoma can be single or it can be multiple. We also see things like renal carcinoma. So, for example, Though breast cancer is a common cancer, it really metastasizes to the stomach. When it does, is linitis plastica. It can look identical to gastric adenocarcinoma. The thing that helps you is the patient has breast cancer, maybe a mastectomy, and you gotta think about it. The other thing is when you have um, infiltration with linitis plastica, it's always the challenge, like this case, is the stomach distended or not? This is why you need good distension. When you know you have the stomach distended, this is not under distension, this is infiltration. You see ascites and carcinomatosis. You need to know what you're looking at. And here it is again, another set of images. And this linitis plastic of this infiltration can be shown nicely with cinematic rendering. Look at the enhancement of the mucosa and the infiltration of the lesser and greater curvature of the stomach. Just beautifully shown on these cinematic renderings. This article by Johai, gastrolinitis plastica is the diffuse type of cancer which is characterized by thickening and rigidity of the stomach wall. It's notorious for its failure to cause early symptoms, and patients with symptoms generally have a more advanced form of this disease. So it's very easy to miss. Same article, linitis plastica denotes a diffuse type of carcinoma, probably 5%, 3 to 19, but it's more like 5%. It's this rigidity of a major portion of the stomach. It's notorious for its failure to cause early symptoms, so patients present late, and the, the cancer commonly rapidly disseminates far beyond the stomach. Now, I mentioned metastasis. Here is a large mass, which I remember looking at thinking, this looks to me like an exophytic gist tumor. And if you look at it, it does. Mets to the stomach, think about lung, breast, melanoma. Usually solitary, but can be multiple. And here again, this looks like a gist tumor, exophytic, maybe an ulceration. You see the coronal, greater curvature, bulky. Okay, you're not always going to be right. This patient had a history of melanoma. This was metastatic melanoma. Or this case, this patient had a history of partial uh, nephrectomy for renal cell, now is having GI bleeding. What's that in the stomach? Is that food? You look at it in the coronal, it looks kind of funny for food. It's lobular. And then you give contrast, and you can see it's enhancing. 
and you can see the enhancement in the bulky nodularity or lobulations of the tumor when you look inside the stomach. That's a beautiful example. That was gastric metastasis from renal cell carcinoma. That was the cause of the patient's bleeding. Look how bulky the tumor is. Look at the lobulations, and again, you can see a cinematic rendering really gives you a different look at the tumor. It's not residual food matter. It's not fluid. This is solid tumor. So again, when we think about tumors now, you've got to be thinking also about METs. I remember in the old days of fluoro, we thought of METs. Every is plastic of the patient had breast cancer, but it's more than breast cancer now. Now, one of the great mimickers, of course, of benign lesions. The truth is the majority of gastric tumors are benign. Neurogenic tumors, smooth muscle tumors, lipomas, hyperplastic polyps. You look at this case, there's a mass in the stomach, it's polypoid enhancing. I worry about a cancer. It's a polypoid enhancing lesion. This was resected. It was an inflammatory polyp. It looks like a mushroom. It was an inflammatory polyp. We talk about lipomas. Again, the stomach is occasionally has lipomas. Most of them are submucosal and incidental. Sometimes they get large enough they can bleed or cause intersusception. They're typically well circumscribed, fatty attenuation, average density minus 100, central ulcerations, and they're always benign. You don't confuse lipomas with liposarcomas, and lipomas of the stomach do not become liposarcomas. Classic example, lipoma by gastric fundus, nicely shown on the axial as well as the coronal views. Here's a larger, sort of a modeled lipoma in the antrum of the stomach. And if you look carefully, the patient also has a lipoma in the duodenum. So has a couple lesions present, again benign. Good look again at some of the swirls in the gastric lipoma. What about this case? Patient abdominal pain, there's a mass that's cystic, greater curvature. What's going on? You look at it again with the lobulations, it's exophytic, it's kind of water density, but a bit different than the stomach fluid proper. There it is again. And when you do the cinematic, you can really see the lesion. It looks like a ball with vessels stretched around it. And what you're dealing with here, quite frankly, is you're dealing with a duplication cyst. Duplications of the stomach are pretty rare, but this is just a beautiful example. As you look at the 3D images I'm showing you, a beautiful example of the, uh, the stomach. There's a lobulated mass. You can see the shadowing. Look at the gastric folds in the fundus. Again, a really good way of looking at the stomach and looking at the details you're able to get when you're doing one of these cases. So again, um, you could report in real time. You could do video rather than static. But you can get a good feel of the kind of detail we're able to get in the stomach. And that's something we routinely can do. But again, distension is critical. Water is the best. Um, we used to use fizzies in the old days. People didn't tolerate it as well as they should. They stopped burping on the table. But water works very nicely. Now, I will say also, every once in a while, we see cases of a gastritis that can, is looking like tumor. This was a patient, look at the images, antrum is infiltrated. This was chemical gastritis. It was due to NSAID use. Typical wall thickening, asymmetric. Patients get endoscopy, clinical management, endoscopy of concern for neoplasm. And you look here, I'm concerned for neoplasm, and again, cessation of a causative agent. You look at this case, again, chemical gastritis. Look at the size of the gastric folds. It looks like Meniere's disease. Look how large the folds are, the thickened, 
There it is, you go to the coronal view. You could say, how do I know this is not lymphoma? How do I know it's not adenocarcinoma? That's very hard. That's why we do biopsies. Look at the fold pattern on the coronal views using both volume rendering and cinematic rendering. Look how thick the fold is, really accentuated nicely on the cinematic, the lobulations that are present, the infiltration, again, very nicely shown. And here's some additional 3D views to show that. Another example, this patient has abdominal pain, stomach's distended, there's something in the antrum, it looks polypoid, it's asymmetric, it's not normal folds. Well, this was biopsied, this was inflammatory. So you can see that, could I say this is not a tumor? The answer is no, I can't say this is not a tumor. It could be a tumor. You could have sometimes inflammatory changes, perforations, and you could obscure a tumor. So you need to be very, very careful. I think there is overlap. Many cases are straightforward, but other cases are exceedingly difficult. So I've gone through a number of things with you in these three talks. We've talked about protocols, distension, water, or positive contrast. We talked about the classic appearance of tumors and ulcerations and the like. We talk about potential pitfalls in diagnosis, some of the things you can do to prevent overcall or undercall, and just how to expand on your differential diagnosis, not just expand, but expand in terms of knowledge to make your differential smaller, but be nevertheless just as accurate. So with that, I want to say I thank you for your attention and hope you like all three parts of the story, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. If you liked what you heard here today, please make sure to hit that subscribe button and visit our website ctss.com for lectures, quizzes, pearls, and more. Also, be sure to check out our apps that are available for free on the Apple Store. All links are in the description box below.